I just, I think our fundamental misunderstandings, I don't understand why you would eat the crust that has so little flavor when you can have more of the flavorful part of the pizza. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Shenantics, the best podcast on television. Today, we are going to be talking about some really hard-hitting topics, and it's going to be really, really drama-filled. Isn't that right, M. Cole? Yes, we are like the dateline of the podcast world. Yes, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. I'm. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> that we, we are, are a '70s acoustic guitar group. Yeah. No, that will no. feud and split. Whoa! They wait. Did they feud and split? I don't know much about yeah. Simon and Garfunkel and the reason they're no longer together. Yeah, I think they got into a fight and then they did their own solo stuff. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Is I mean, if you're with those people for so long, you know, it happens. I mean, I guess. I, mean, I just think it's interesting that they got to keep their names. Like Simon and Gar- <laughs> Those yeah. are their names, though. That's- <laughs> if, if you and I feud, I'm assuming that neither of us could take the Shenantics brand with us. Well, I think when your brand is your name, you can't really do anything about it. Are you sure? I'm trying to think back to history about people that have gone by a different name after they've broken up. I mean, um, well, I, I guess we can only really reference bands, right? Like the Beatles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not going to use the Beatles. Exactly. Well, because it's over. There, there you go. And what's his name? Paul, Paul McNarthy. Uh, when pa- off- Paul McNarthy? <laughs> Yeah, he never went and did the Beatles 2.0. Exactly, because they weren't the Beatles. He did Paul's solo career. Yeah, but it's different because Simon and Garfunkel are literally their last names. I thought it was their first names, actually. No, it's their last names. (laughs) It's like if Procter and Gamble were no longer... (laughs) Better example. Better example. Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys. If you and I form a law firm, which we can't do because you're not a lawyer yet. But one day. One day when we become a law firm, if we are no longer a law firm, we can no longer be skanky and M. Cole like attorneys at meh. Like we kind of have to be something <laughs> at new. meh. What? What was that? We're like, we're okay attorneys. Is that what you mean? Like we're at meh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want an you want an all right attorney? Come on down. Adequate job. <laughs> you want us to do exactly what you want us to do, which is definitely not what you're supposed to do as a lawyer. Come on down. Exactly. <laughs> we know exactly what you want. Yeah, so, like, after that happens, you're no longer allowed to be skanky at law. Skanky at law sounds like a really bad TV show on like I'm CBS. Just thinking that that sounds so good. <laughs> Does it though? It's, like really? It's a total lifetime show, and I can't wait to watch that. Now, like I know, I know you don't watch TV, right? Not really, all that often. No. Like cable, right? But yeah, no, I never. So, watch cable. so I, I watch cable like really not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll put on HGTV, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But that's kind of like it. But sometimes, like tonight where I watch the Oscars, mm -hmm. it's on like a major network, right? So you're mm -hmm. seeing their commercials and what shows they are producing. Yeah. And dude, it's pretty bad out there. Oh, yeah, like, not really. I mean, it's a lot of the time, I think these big networks are like, why aren't millennials watching our shows? It's because of Netflix and it's because of all these things. But like, you're just making bad shows. Yeah. No, I, I, I guess I agree with that. Honestly. Like, they're just not good. Like, I would say one of the biggest shows, actually, I feel like that came out over the last couple of years was This Is Us. Have you heard of that show, right? This Is Us? I heard about that. I've never watched it. I mean, it's huge. And it's NBC. Is this still on? Uh, I think it's going into its last season, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, or like Big Bang Theory, which I don't think is a good show, but a lot of people I do, do, obviously, I really right? I like Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Have you ever watched the clip of Big Brother? Not Big Brother. Um, <laughs> Big Bang Theory? <laughs> Big Brother's also on CBS. Uh, Big... <laughs> Big this Bang Theory brought to you by CBS. <laughs> Thank you. Hashtag ad. Where they take out the laugh track. No. Dude, it is the most. The only way to describe this is searingly terrible. Like it's it hurts to watch it. Oh my god, I might have to watch it. Dude, you need to watch it. It just hurt it hurts your soul. How do I let's see if I can Google this real quick? Yeah, yeah, Google it real quick. Bang theory. Big Bang Theory. Wow. Yeah, no laugh track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I need to know what you think about this. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it real quick. Okay. But I got I got um I gotta I gotta say one thing. Okay. I'm not sure. Do any like do any geeks and nerds actually like the Big Bang Theory? I don't think so. I think it's a TV show that's supposed to appeal to the public about nerd culture, quote unquote. Or a an idea about what nerd culture is, mm. mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So I think their audience is not the nerd. Sorry, it's I'm like, watching this right now. Oh, okay. It's you're gonna cringe real hard because you finally find out that it's not funny. <laughs> this is actually pretty bad. <laughs> You guys need to watch this video. It is so oh bad. It is really bad, actually. It's even worse than I thought it was going to be. Like, I can't even imagine, like, recording this. Like, filming it, right? Yeah. You have to pause for the laughs. Yeah. They must be like, this isn't funny. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. This like, if I, was bad. if I was acting in it, I mean, I guess I don't really think about it. I don't think about the pause for the laugh track because I guess we're so used to it, you know? I was, was, was waiting for the pause. Like, you're going to say that and just pause. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then we just wait yeah. for the, and then we, like, whoever edits it will splice it in, I'm assuming. Like, yeah. Like, laugh track into our thing. Um, Always. No, that, I think we could do that. No, but that, that is true. If I was acting in it, too, and you're doing the jokes that you're supposed to be doing, like, first of all, if you don't think it's a funny joke, and then you have to give, like, like this, this pause and wait after that. That would be like it's so awkward, painful. Yeah, oh my yeah, God, it's so terrible. I I don't. And what's interesting though is it kind of maybe it doesn't. I like I'm strongly against laugh tracks. I hate laugh tracks and shows. Like I find it kind of distracting. I can usually get over it after a few episodes and then just kind of like keep watching the show. Um, 
But and now I'm having watched this clip. I wonder if they actually do add something to the show. But at the same time, I also said I didn't like Big Bang Theory, so maybe they still don't. <laughs> in the show. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know. I think. Um, you know, you think about show. What do What do you think about? Huh, this is my question. What do you think about live studio audiences? Mm, I don't know if I have an opinion one way or another. So, like a Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Live studio audience. There's a laugh going on. Yeah. Do you think that's weird? I guess I think I I do think that's weird. I I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. Unless it's a show that really participates with the off, like the off the office, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. participates with the audience. Because I was thinking the office, right? If the office had a laugh track, that'd be oh, fucking yeah. weird. It would be weird if it did have a laugh track. I was going to say, it could have a laugh track. No, 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 no. No, it would be. That show would be insanely weird. But also, like, they wouldn't be able to do the jokes and the comedy that they're doing. Because so much of it is, like, like, just an understanding with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, where, um, what's his name? When Jim just, like, deadpan stares at a camera, like, right after, like, Michael does something terrible. Like, imagine if they had a laugh track behind it or, like, a laugh Oh, kill me. Yeah, that'd be, like, miserable. That's cringy. Like, the idea of that is making me cringe compared to, like, when it actually happens. It's funny where it's just, like, he's being, like, the straight man to, like, with the comedy that's going on around him at times. And it's, like, that is, like, amplifying everything else where the laugh track would be, like, it would kind of kill so many of the good jokes that are there. Agreed. And that makes me think that, oh, maybe the laugh track and the live studio audience thing, maybe that's going out of style. But according to CBS and the Big Bang Theory, which I think is ending or has ended now officially, mm-hmm. or will soon, it's still huge. Yeah. Because the Big Bang Theory is a huge thing. But I mean, I guess it's the audience. Like my dad likes Big Bang Theory, you know? <laughs> Yeah, your your poor father. I know. I feel bad. He's like, oh, this is so funny. I was like, Dad, have you ever watched this video of of no laugh track? And like, he doesn't know what's going on. You know, I mean, but it's you know, it's a little, it's weird. I I think hopefully maybe in the future the live studio audience will not exist anymore. Yeah, I think that. I but that's my thing though is if you would have asked me back in two thousand five. I would have said that it was an antiquated thing back then, and it still survived like another thirteen years, right? It's uh, fourteen years at this point. Yeah, it's like I would have already told you it was dead. Like when I watched um, "How I Met Your Mother," that has a laugh track, and it killed me. And I was like, "This is awful." I love the show, but the laugh track is terrible, and it's ruining it. But that show's been off the air for like ten years now. I feel like so it's like it still survived like ten years past that. And I was like, "That was the last one that would have it." And it's like, nope. It somehow is still being you know brought through and so i think every time you would like speak of his demise it's going to come back in something else somehow i think if you're not allowing the audience to participate in what's going on mm-hmm. it just shouldn't exist yeah right like i i think because now it comes to my mind like snl right mm-hmm. saturday night live i think would be a lot different if it didn't have a studio audience yeah I agree. but they 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 have like a contract almost mm-hmm. in that show mm-hmm. because the audience is part of it. Yeah. You know, they they they're doing these laughs so that there are laughs in the audience, I, I would assume, and on TV obviously. But I think it's produced in a way where the audience is also a character. Yeah. But for something like 
How I Met Your Mother or something like that, or Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. It's like, th- we don't, you know, uh, no. There's, <laughs> there's no reason. No, I totally agree with that. And also, I mean, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live is also different than like a standard sitcom, right? Like it's a sketch comedy show. It's not the exact same thing as all the other sitcoms that we can rile off. Oh yeah, in a list that it's kind of like a late night, like a late night show kind of thing. It's it's different. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree, and I think, and that's why it also fits in kind of with the late night shows, right? Like the late night talk shows, because the audience is kind of part of it too in that sense. Do you do you watch late night at all, or do you watch those shows at all? No, 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 not into it. No, no, I wasn't ever into it when I was younger. Um, and now it's more I consume things on my own schedule. And so yeah. it's kind of like to sit down and do that. Plus, also, it got to a point where I felt like I was getting enough of it by watching the clips the next day that show up on Twitter. And so it felt like, why go and watch it live the night before, you know, at, where I could just get whatever people think are like the greatest hits of what happened that night. So, yeah, I agree. Also, like some of them, some of them feel definitely not directed to me as their audience like like some of jimmy kimmel's bits like i think they're <sighs> funny like jimmy. i can see where like they are entertaining but i'm like i really don't care to watch that like i don't i can tell you that yes people i can tell you that there are people that will find that funny and there are times i will chuckle but realistically i don't want to watch the bits that you're doing like i don't want to <laughs> waste my time and do it yeah like, yeah jimmy kimmel but like i no, we we don't like jimmy kimmel yeah no i mean yeah <laughs> No, so I, he said bad things about Twitch that time, you remember? Yeah, yeah, so we hate him. He's yeah, bad, I hate his bad, guts. He's bad people. He's bad people. So bad human. I'm curious. Why would anyone watch video games? Loser. <laughs> He's probably watching the Big Bang Theory, to tell you the truth. He probably enjoys it. We should ask him. We should ask him if he watches the Big Bang Theory. Is he on CBS like Big Wait, CBS um, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, CBS is Big Bang. He's on ABC. Okay, so then he would be able to say no. But if he actually didn't, or yeah, but Stephen Colbert has to say that he likes it. Yeah, well, you know, it's in his contract. (laughs) (laughs) He'd probably say that too. It's in my contract. I have to say this. (laughs) Exactly. I will miss this show (laughs) very much. No, no, big no. I will miss the show. Why are you holding up a newspaper as proof of life? Like I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> this bit has gone off the rails. Yeah, it's good, definitely. Oh my gosh! All right, so you watched the Oscars tonight? I did um, watch the Oscars tonight. Yes, that's why we're recording late. Also, we did miss last week. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, how were the Oscars? Any big surprises for you? Did the people win Best Picture that you wanted to? How did, how did the night go down? For let me get you? let me get my lists over here on my bed. Perfect. So, if people don't know, every year, well, for the past like three, four years, uh, me and Gabla Gabla prints me out a ballot, and we both guess on all the winners every year Ooh, for I every category. Oh wow! Every category we. So usually, how you're supposed to play this mm-hmm. is you're supposed to only pick one, mm-hmm. but Gabla like said that she likes to have two choices, <laughs> so we choose two just in case. Oh. <laughs> well, what we have is we do a circle for the one that we think will win, mm-hmm. or I don't remember what it is. What will win, and a star for what we want to win. It's one of those. Ah, okay. So you do a circle and a star, like and that, if actually. if either of them win, then you check it off and you got it for the night. 
do you ever circle and star the same one? Like you're really confident that like I want so, to and it's going to. It's not in your best interest to do that. Well, yeah, but sometimes you really got to be pulling for a movie there. Or I know, or, but you don't get extra points if you do a double on it, right? Ooh, maybe you should though. I, you know, I would agree with that. I would agree with that, but I don't make the rules here. I just follow them. All right, I'll have to talk to Gavin. But the, my first year, I did that. Okay. And because I was like, oh, this is going to win, and I want it to win. And I got those wrong. I got so many wrong that year. And I was like, what am what, like, she's like, you can do that, but like, it kind of lowers your chances. I was like, damn it. Like, <laughs> and the, I think one of the rules is once you circle it and start, you can't change it. Okay. So you got it. You got to stick with it yeah. and you can do it up until the point right before the award is given. Oh, really? So like yeah. for ones that are like, you know, animated short film. Yeah. That might be a tough one. Yeah, 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 because you know you don't wow. see all of them, Obviously, right? One, and I thought it was going to, but yeah, that was incredible, very good. I saw it in theaters actually, like oh, before. Yeah. it was before um, Isle of Dogs played. Oh, wow, that's interesting. They showed it. Yeah, so um, you know, or like live action short film is a tough one because mm -hmm. you you don't really see them. Yeah. So usually you wait until they show up, like the the little clips that they have, and you're like, uh, okay, yeah. that looks like it might be good. Yeah. And sense. then you go with it. Um, so yeah, everyone is talking about best picture for people who don't know Green Book. One best picture. Um, by the way, spoilers, I guess. Not really. Um, uh, I, supposedly, everyone's surprised that it won. Okay, was it your circle or your star? It was my circle. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, it was my circle, which is what I think will win. Okay, yeah. And my star is what I want to win. Ah, um, and star? I, my star was a star is born. <laughs> oh, my God. I, still, I it just showed up for available to be rented, I think, like, a few days ago. I'm oh. going to watch it this week. So Dude, I you got to watch it. Bring the tissues, man. Oh, my God. Bring I love the tissues. Do it. It's I'm so excited. It is a great film. Bradley Cooper kind of got really snubbed this year. On this, he didn't get he didn't get even nominated for best director, um, oh. but yeah, he got he, he yeah you know I, I feel bad it was a great movie, yeah. but Green Book was very good and I'm surprised everyone's like oh it, they supposedly didn't think that that should have won. Interesting. Um, Interesting. but me and me and Gabble I think both agreed. You know, this year didn't I felt like didn't really have any huge standout movies mm -hmm. that I'm gonna really remember okay. a lot. You know, I kind of go back and I think, hey, I remember Moonlight. I remember La La Land. I remember Spotlight. Mm -hmm. I remember like all these really, really incredible movies. Mm -hmm. um, and like these movies were good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I just think that the this grouping of movies was kind of, some of them were really weird. Mm. Okay. Like, I, I loved Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good film, but I'm not sure if it shouldn't have been nominated for best picture. It seems out of place. I guess I can see that, but that's the only one I've seen of all the best picture nominees. Is only really, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, and so obviously, like I was, I wanted that one to win because that's the only one I've seen. First, of yeah. all, but second of all, <laughs> yeah. I did feel like it felt it felt strange for that to be best picture for me. Also, because I didn't realize that that movie came out within the last year or whatever the freaking Oscar window is yeah 2018 um, it has yeah. to premiere yeah and for whatever reason it didn't quite dawn on me like i felt like it was so long ago even though i, I think it was like right at the be 
it was like right about the beginning, uh, I think, okay. of when they start like looking at Oscars. I guess I'm not really sure when they start looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I, me and Gabala, we watched, we saw, I saw almost all of them. Mm-hmm. She saw all of them. Mm-hmm. I just didn't see Roma. Okay. Um, and in a typical skanky fashion, I always miss one film every year. <laughs> every single year. So um, we watched three films in a row. Okay. And it was really tough. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Be but uh, mentally draining. It was really annoying. <laughs> like, not annoying. Like, it's enjoyable to watch the films. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when you're watching Vice at like four in the morning. Yeah. And it's like, this is a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Like, let's let's get through this. But yeah, I got I got a couple wrong. Yeah. Um, I got costume design wrong. I got original score wrong, film editing, uh, production design, and surprisingly, I got documentary short subject wrong. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> love it. I love it. That's awesome. Um, I'm curious though. So you can you can change your choices up until the award is given. Mm-hmm. Does, do you ever start changing your mind depending on what awards have started been giving out to other films? Like if yes. winning a lot of them, are you like okay, maybe that one is going to win Best Picture? Okay, so like, well, once you once you circle and star, you can't change it, but. You can decide. Oh, I see. So you can, so you can leave it. You can leave it blank. I see. And right before you get there, you're like, okay, this. Um, Is there any reason that you wouldn't just leave the entire ballot blank? You can do that. It's a little bit more stressful when you're watching, though. Yeah. I think I try to get as many done as I can before, but like this year, you know, I didn't really know. I didn't really think about what was going to be win best picture mm-hmm. because none of them really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of left it blank until the end, and I made a decision. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, like some like, I mean, you could leave the whole thing. It's just you got to pay attention more. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. No, no. I agree. All right. So now I, I'm curious. I watched. I watched. I watched the Oscars this year. Having seen you, you did. Yes. Yes. It was. Is it only because I had to watch the Oscars and? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sarah wanted to watch the Oscars. So okay. Me, so I watched it with her. Okay. You were gonna go watch the oscars I like you <laughs> because <I'm having> <laughs> that's good i like when we bond yeah yeah so it was it was good um but no and the entire time i kept thinking to myself at the end of it when our name is pulled out of that envelope and we have to go up there and accept this trophy who would you think besides kevin Oh, who would I thank? Yeah, who would you say thank you? Oh, standing on it, or what would you do? Would you give like a speech, like a nice moving speech, so you can kind of like buck the trend? Would you thank certain people? Would you like? Would you like thank you Squarespace for without you we would have nowhere to host this podcast? By the way, guys, this <laughs> podcast sponsored by nobody, nobody ever. <laughs> I at this point of. ever, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Email us. Anyway, we're looking for revenue. Anyway, um, what like who do I thank? I don't know. I feel like it's such a weird little moment. Yeah. In me right now. I feel like it's this is not how it is. 
But yeah. I would be only thinking about the work that I made, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, in in all of this context, I'd be like, hey, I made this thing, and I'm only thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But now you're you're thinking about yourself a lot mm-hmm. because you're the one winning this award for what you've made. It's a lot. It's it's so much harder for me to kind of I don't know. I mean, you go for the classics. You, know, you thank the parents. You thank. Yeah. You know the people you worked with. You think the subjects, the characters that were in it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you. I, Do you like it when they thank the academy? I mean, I guess you could thank them. They voted, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I don't, you don't like? Why don't you like that? I don't know. I don't know because if the if the if the academy is truly voting on what they think is best, you're not really thanking them for anything. It feels yeah. like pro quo to me. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I wouldn't do that. Well, I guess it's a vote, but it's also a choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, we don't really know how the voting works. I was going to say, I have no idea how the picking works. I think it's secret. Yeah. How it works. And the people who vote are all secret. Oh, interesting. So I don't really know how it works, but... You don't thank them and you never get an Academy Award again. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like a nice thing to do. Yeah, I guess. Because like so much time. The academy puts on the whole event, right? Yeah, I guess. So it wouldn't really yeah. exist without them. So they thank them, you know. Yeah. No, for awarding them and stuff. Yeah. This is my thing. Yeah. That I would love to ask because uh, you know I I enjoy the Oscars. I was personally I back in the day I was not a fan of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. Mm-hmm. Gabla kind of brought me into this universe of liking the Oscars and enjoying the films that are in it, involved in it. And it's nice because I like watching movies and I appreciate actors and their acting when it's good. Yeah. And um, no, you don't watch the Oscars every year, right? No, I. this is my first time watching it, I'd say probably a decade or more. Now, do you think that it's still something that's relevant that people think is important? Or do you think it's just something that's like, hey, I, my phone buzzed. Oh, look, they won best picture. Cool. I think it's that, actually. I, I yeah. Think it's the, I think it's the latter one. And I think the, re- the reason why I say that is because people do have what they believe their picks should be. And like that's what you're saying. Like people, there might be some, like there's you know people out there that don't think the Green Book should have won. And because of that, I feel like it has become more of a, it doesn't hold necessarily the same prestige as it does, right? Right. It's obviously a prestigious award that's given out all that kind of stuff and does carry weight in that. But I, I feel like, I think it's more watching it for an entertainment value to see, okay, what does this group think should win each of these um, to watch it, to see what are people wearing? You know, what are the speeches like the performances that happen during it? I think all that is like more of the reason why it's relevant in pop culture today. And yeah. it's less of like this big standard bearer. And it's more like what you said, like your phone buzzes and it's like, Oh, that one best picture. I mean, that's what I've done every year up until now. Right. I say, Oh, okay. Interesting. Cool. Now I know that's best picture. Maybe I'm more likely to go see it, but I'm a person that doesn't really see movies. So it, I usually forget about it in a week and a half. And then I only see it if someone else mentions, I should go see that movie. Like, yeah. You. So like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. And maybe it's just coming from me as someone that doesn't watch it, um, and I'm biased in that sense. But it doesn't feel as relevant in the sense that it felt like it was in the '90s and early 2000s. I agree. I, I think that's true. I think I think people do feel that way. Yeah. yeah. That this year there was no host. Yeah. What was the reason for that? Yeah. So Kevin Hart. There was a lot. There was like a whole controversy with Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. and um, he dropped out, and then I think they were trying to find somebody, mm-hmm. and then it just didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I'm curious. No host, do you like it better with the host, or do you like it better without the host, or did you even notice a difference this year? There was definitely a difference. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best hosting that I've seen at the Oscars was Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, I could totally see that. I think she does like she does a really great job at hosting in general. She's funny and her monologues are good. But I think the Academy they're tr- they're trying to figure out new ways of making the Oscars relevant mm, and okay. to make them more interesting to watch and stuff. And originally, it was like, oh, we're gonna get really real and we're gonna like be political and we're gonna say all these things and do all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then they found out that people didn't like that. So then they were like, screech the brakes. Let's figure out something else to do. And I guess this was kind of like a shot in the dark. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, we will kind of figure out what the hell to do now. Like, and I mean, they had other controversy too, where they weren't going to show the cinematography award, like the award for cinematography. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead, they were going to show it during commercial breaks and then air it online later. And oh, I heard that mentioned in the there, intro thingy by yes. So there was a whole, there was a huge controversy mm-hmm. over that, which I thought it was so stupid. Like, why would you think it's a good idea for an award show to show less awards and more commercials? Yeah. Like it didn't make it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, so I think they're they're just trying they're trying to figure out how to make it relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like no host was interesting because I guess it, you know it was just an award show really. I mean it just mm-hmm. you weren't there to hear anyone say anything or like you were just there to see awards. People get them. They make a speech. They cry, and they have a couple of performances sprinkled in, and then it ends. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's what it was. And like I don't mind it. Because I kind of really watch it for the awards, because I just want to see who wins them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the performances are good, like Bradley Cooper and I, ooh, A plus. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I I just like seeing the people win them. That's all. Interesting. I, I wonder how much of your sentiment is shared. Zero. Widely. I don't, I don't think. think it, I don't think at all. I don't think. I don't think it's the rare higher population. I think it is more rare because now, yeah. I believe that you do have for a millennial, I think. Yeah, because you have the YouTube um give me the synopsis instead of because it is three hours long, right? Like oh, you, so long. Yeah. Gonna, people are gonna say, I don't want to sit through three hours of it. Either just tell me who won or I'll just watch tomorrow and I can cut out eighty percent of what happened. If I wanna see Bradley Cooper sing and Lady Gaga hear Lady Gaga's watch on Twitter voice. Yeah, exactly. I'll just watch it on Twitter. Okay. I think that's what most people did. They weren't watching. They were just like, "Hey, I'm gonna sit on my computer and watch YouTube videos, and then I'm gonna look at the Twitter feed." Like that's pretty much what it was, right? I mean, yeah. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but there is definitely a, but there is a population that does care about it and does want to watch to see who wins the awards. And it's also kind of an event, right? It's a thing that people want to sit down and watch, right? They want, yeah. they look forward to it coming on. They look forward to that Sunday night award show. All right, let me, you know, grab some ice cream. Let me grab some popcorn, whatever it is and sit on the couch because this is what I want to do on my Sunday night. Or let me get to back, get together at an Oscars viewing party, right? It's just like, there is mm-hmm. a group of people that this is important in their life in that sense. And what will be interesting is, what do they do moving forward to either capture more of the general audience or make this more important to those people that is like their core audience that is going to be there next year, regardless if there's a host or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that'd be kind of interesting to see, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, there is some sort of an issue mm-hmm. because I do think like what we talked about before, the Oscars is, is relevant, right? Like I think, you know, there was a lot of tweets about it. People do like to say, like, oh, this movie's good, this movie's not so good, blah, blah, blah. They like to debate about it, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, people were like, I feel like millennials on Twitter are really hyped about the Oscars, but not actually yeah. watching it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it has that going for it mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... Hmm. I'm just thinking, like, how... It is relevant. It's just relevant in a different way, yeah. not in the actual watching. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I agree with that. Hmm. I wonder if they can be okay with that. Put on the award ceremony, put it on for three hours, but then also have it be relevant in this other way that it is to millennials that aren't going to watch it for three hours. That was my original point that I was going to get to that yeah. I that I forgot. Yeah, but I don't I, think they count that. I don't think they do either. I think because they're so old fashioned. I think. Mm-hmm. That they say, oh, our numbers on our live event on the TV are dwindling. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not good. How are we going to change this? But they're not also thinking about the millions of people who are, who are using the hashtag Oscars on Twitter and talking about this. Yeah. And, no, I... and, like, the amount of press involved mm-hmm. is, is so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's still a widely accepted thing. It's, it's not, I think they're just thinking, oh, advertisers, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, no, I agree. you know, I don't think advertisers are only also thinking about the viewing numbers on the show. Yeah. You know, actually, I think, I think I take something, I think I take it back a little more. I think that, I think it's shifted, but I think that the Oscars are as relevant and important as they were before, but in a different way. And in the mm-hmm. age of social media, and this is what I think, like I was saying that there felt like a shift from like the 90s to early 2000s to now. And I think what it is, is that, winning best picture used to carry a lot more weight before but i think the reason why it's still relevant and important is because you're getting a different value out of it with the with the internet and social media and twitter what you're getting now is you're getting people arguing for the ones that they believe should get best picture and Mm -hmm. that is doing more for all the films films that are nominated um, than just knowing who won, right? Like, you get people that will say, I think that this movie should have won for these reasons. And that is doing more for the overall movie experience, like the overall industry, than just saying, here's our nominees, and then, you know, most of these are going to be forgotten because they didn't win, and then here's Best Picture, and then that one's very important, so everyone go watch that one movie. Where yeah. you're now getting much more conversation around it, and probably 
more value in the conversation that is happening compared to say like what probably happened previously there obviously was conversation previously but it wasn't at the scale as it was now and i think that probably is better overall and if the academy can somehow harness that then i think they would move into a better you know direction or a better area yeah i'll agree with that excellent uh one random tangent because i i have to because because the whole thing with the host this year with the um <laughs> with the academy awards it, it was all i could think back to was like neil patrick harris and the tonys and that awesome amazing opening sequence for the tony awards and two yes if you guys have not seen it, there will be a link in the show notes. Absolutely go watch it. It is so much fun. In fact, we watched it as soon as the Academy Awards were over. We put on the Tony Awards intro from 2013 because it is so I love it. It's so good. Neil Patrick Harris is amazing. So. There was the one with, um, was it Jimmy Fallon? Um, oh, God. Was that the Golden Globes? I think it was. Uh, where he does like all the movies and hold on, I gotta look. Um, yes. Oh my God. You've probably seen this one too. I'm going to send it to you, but you guys should watch this one as well. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's opening, uh, the golden globes from last year. Uh, so good. Oh my God. So good. It is so good. It's so amazing. And I also have a soft spot in my heart for Jimmy Fallon. I like him. Um, (laughs) But also, you know, Emcult, where where are movies usually made? California. L.A., baby. L.A., baby. That's right. Which is where you, you were in L.A., right? Were you? I don't even know uh, where you were. Burbank, actually. He was in Cali, baby. I was in Cali. All right. Why were you in Cali? How was it? That's why we missed last week, because your plane got canceled? Yes. Yeah, so. Ridiculous. So it was, it was, it was amazing. So, um... I was in California in Burbank at the Blizzard Arena for the opening week of Overwatch League. Uh, me and my good buddy Death Cake flew out there. We went out there last year, just a random week to watch games. We had so much fun. And he sent me a message. He's like, dude, we're going out there for opening week. And I said, hell yes. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of, I would say, shitty of them to schedule opening day on valentine's day (laughs) (laughs) i think they planned it like that because they're like yeah this is probably when we have the most view time (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um uh, that was that was not the best timing of everything uh but yeah so flew flew out there um the games were amazing this this season in my opinion i think is going to be even better than last season it feels like it's much more competitive across the teams i like I'm, I can kind of be like, oh, I think this team will win, and I'm constantly seeing upsets from who I would think would win or very, very close games. And so I feel like this is going to be a really, really, really good season. Um, and, I mean, it's always it – was it's been like negative 20 degrees in Chicago, so it's always nice to kind of escape out to the – Get that warm, baby. In the middle of winter. So yeah. So taking uh, what, a trip to San Antonio to escape the cold and out to California to escape the cold. So, it's that, so that was good. Um, but no, overall was overall was it was great. And it's funny because last year we did the trip, and this year we've learned things about what we should do differently. And so um, last year we flew into LAX. This year we flew into Burbank's airport, and all that worked out really really well. And our plan was we flew in Thursday morning. We watched Thursday night games, Friday night games, Saturday day games, and then fly out Sunday so we can go to work on Monday. Well, we wake up on Sunday and 
like at like eight o'clock in the morning and we both have text messages on our phone that says your flight's been canceled and mm. like, call southwest to get a new flight and we're like uh oh <laughs> all right so i call i call southwest and they're like oh it's canceled because they told me it was canceled because of snow in midway uh the airport in chicago that southwest flies in and out of and we're like all right seems a little weird for chicago um and they're like well we can and the ladies told me she's like i can get you on a flight that has a layover in las vegas that will then continue on to chicago and i was and she's like but to tell you the truth i think that the leg from vegas to chicago is also going to be canceled and i'm like i don't want to be stuck at vegas like like, then you can spend more money yeah exactly right (laughs) i'd rather just here so i just make the decision i'm like i'm like all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stay one more day and so i go down to the hotel and see if they have a room available for one more night and they do and so i was like all right i booked that one um and I go to talk to Death Cake, and I was like, so this is what they told me. He's like, they rescheduled me in LAX, and he's like, so I have to drive down there. He's like, but I don't want to go get stuck down in LAX. He's like, so I think I'm going to do the same thing that you did. And I was like, great. Great news, though, by the way, is I might have already bought tickets for Sunday's games <laughs> ahead of time because I didn't know when our travel plans were. I didn't know if we were going home Sunday or Monday. Oh, so and you just went? <laughs> and so the, the tickets were like $15 or something like that when I was booking them. Oh, and yeah, so I was why like, not? Oh, like $30, like, might as well just throw that in. And so Who we cares? Already, we already had tickets for the Sunday games. And so both of us were like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's just stay in. Stay <laughs> oh, that sounds there. fun then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we went to the, we went to the Overwatch League games all day and then flew out on our flights on monday and then when we get to the airport on monday which was kind of funny and we're talking to um you know the gate people there and they're saying that a lot of the flights out of burbank were canceled because of winds in california and that in san francisco and at burbank airport they canceled a whole bunch of flights because a lot of the winds coming in off the ocean and they said that's why they think our flight was canceled so it might not have been because of the chicago weather but either way, it worked out amazing because we got another day there, another day of Overwatch League, which also that Sunday games, some of the best games of the entire week. Oh, so. there you go. So they, they did you a favor, Southwest. Exactly. Yeah, so it worked out. But yeah, it this like, podcast yeah. is sponsored by Southwest. Sure. Yeah. Fly South. South and then a little bit West with, with Southwest. With love. <laughs> They're got the heart icon or whatever. Do they? I don't even know. Yeah, no. I'm like, I've ever flown Southwest. Order a cocktail and a drink. And it's got a heart on my little stirry straw. So it's, oh, like, it's burned into my memory. A stirry straw. Yeah. Oh my God. So even, okay, this is the, you want to know the best thing about the entire trip? Uh, no, absolutely not. Of course I do. What do you think? Okay. So Monday. So first of all, everything like getting this extra day of Overwatch League and just awesome games. Everything about the entire week was awesome. But Monday, I get on my plane and I have like boarding position like B2. And so I get to board really early and death kick he was like a five and so like he got like the very front row with all this extra leg room and i looked and i was like i don't think i can sit next to him and so i didn't and so i sat like five rows back and then i started to kick myself i was like oh this is stupid and then his row fills up so i'm like i can't move up and sit with him now so i gotta stay back here and uh-huh. the attendant is telling us you know it's a completely full flight so all the seats are going to be filled and you know make, grab seats as soon as you see them and then next thing I hear is, all right, the, we're closing the uh, aircraft door, so you know, get you know, put your seatbelt on, all that kind of stuff. And I look over, and there's nobody in the middle seat next Dude. to Dude. And I'm like, this is a full flight. So I fly this beautiful extra room all the way back 
bonded with like the lady that was in my row. We gave each other the look like, yes, we somehow lucked out. We land and we find out that the reason that I had a seat open next to me is because the flight was completely sold, but someone had a baby and the baby was the extra ticket and the baby sat in the mom's lap. And yeah. The one seat that was empty on the plane was next to me in row like Dude, six too. It wasn't even Let's go. The plane. It was like the front of the plane. I'm like, this is amazing. So I like, capped off this amazing trip out to California. So but the, the only downside of the entire thing is we didn't get to record shenanigans. I send you a message at like, 8.45, like, California time, like, 11, 12 o'clock time, being like, uh, by the way. Yeah, that's fine, you know. But yeah, no, it was, it was It's like great. nobody, you know, nobody waits for this podcast or really passionate about it coming out, and we're really angry, so, you know, I think everyone was very understanding, and there was definitely no bad blood uh, yeah, at all. Yeah, exactly. I've gotten, I've gotten... Only nice messages. There's only... The only bad blood was the one that was used to write a note that was taped to my door at home. I it was very weird, very creepy. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, price. I'm looking at you. I'm assuming. <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was a. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was a very fun trip. So. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. You should you should come out for us. Come out with us next time. It's a. I should. That'd be very fun. It's a lot of Overwatch. We probably watched like 28 to 30 hours of Overwatch. At Holy crap. Yeah, so it was. Oh, it was fun. That would be a fun trip. Yeah, I also um I started this last year and I tried to get my I have an NYXL jersey that's embroidered with my username and I tried to get uh all the various talent people the people that like do the casting of it and are at the desk I tried to get all of them to sign it and I missed I think like maybe like four or five signatures from last year and they brought on two new people this year and i managed to finish up my jersey so now i got all the signatures of all like the overwatch league talent like the, the cool the talent so puck it, it was, yep puck it got puck you it, got puck so. it yeah nice. I got golden boy last year and because he golden just happened boy. to be uh you know sitting at the desk for the week that we were there so i, I feel like he's like he's like a mysterious one that not everyone gets plus last year i also got the there's two people that didn't come back this year uh reinforcing crumbs and i just so happened to get theirs last year too so it's like i got all the ones that weren't going to be here this week and was able to finish out the rest of it so it was a big week for me that was that's great yeah yeah they stole pucket the only reason i know who pucket is call of duty because i don't really watch yeah call of duty and golden boy too (laughs) yeah yeah they stole him i know i know well we're very we're very happy to have him that's fine you can keep him (laughs) <laughs> I don't think anyone watches Call of Duty esports anyway anymore. That's true. Poor Call of Duty. So, so when I was gone over in California, living a life of leisure, you're over on the opposite coast, working your butt off to prepare for this streaming <laughs> thing that you're going to do, oh, where God. you're going to play The Sims, but with a Big Brother spin on it. Tell me, about yeah. this. Tell me about this idea. Where did it come from? What is it? What's your plan? What are we thinking? I got this idea from Biggest Bennis, you know, you know, yeah. Biggest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did this a long time ago, and I thought it was always such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it with viewers because I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a really lo- it's like a lot more work than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a lot of planning yeah. that I didn't expect to happen. Well, um, what do you have to plan? 
Well, you have to. Well, first, you know, we had to make get all the people to sign up, right? Mm-hmm. To join. So we have to make a Google form. You have to sign up. Mm-hmm. I got to make your character, you know, if you want, which everyone wanted me to make their sim, right? Yeah. Then you need to you need to do all that. Then you need to uh, freaking make the house that everyone's going to be in. Mm-hmm. You have to install the mods for it. Yeah. Um, you have to like, you know, you have to be really freaking prepared for this crap. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. So it, it's been a, it's been like fun, but it's also like kind of stressful because I also need to come up with, you know, games for these Sims to interact with so that we can, you know, get people to leave the house because, you know, they get eliminated yeah. uh, to get a winner. Yeah. So it's run exactly like Big Brother. I don't do anything. Like I don't interact. I don't tell the Sims what to do. Oh, really? So only the AI chooses. Oh. And so, like, I don't even, you probably don't even know how Big Brother works, right? No, play that on me real quick. Okay, so the first thing is an HOH competition, which is the head of household competition. Okay. And how that works is everyone, perf- like, goes in and does a, um, a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you, you know, you as a streamer, you have to come up with the challenges, obviously. Okay. Yeah. So... That's the only time you're actually interacting with the Sims. Mm-hmm. You're telling them what to do. So you're all telling them, hey, you need to do this thing. Yeah. And it could be like a cooking competition. It could be a uh, freaking, I don't know, um, people do like chess competitions, do a whole load of crap. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins that becomes head of household. Mm-hmm. That means that they're safe for that week. Yeah. But with safety means that you need to put up two people to go up for elimination. So how that works on Sims is, you know, by this point, it's been a little bit of time so that they're interacting with one another, right? Mm-hmm. So they have their, like, reputation, how much they like or dislike the person they're talking to. Yeah. So whoever they like the least or dislike the most, those two people go up for elimination. Then they compete in something called the veto competition. What the veto competition is is the two people who are eliminated, the head of household, head of household, and then two or three, I think it is, other random contestants, mm-hmm. and they all compete in another competition, which whoever wins that gets this thing called the power of veto, okay. and in the power of veto, that person can take someone off the elimination block if they want, mm-hmm. and put someone else up there. Mm-hmm. or they can decide to not do anything with it. Okay. So if they decide to not do anything else with it, then the two people who are in on the seats, like who are going to be eliminated, mm-hmm. there's a vote between everybody, and whoever gets the most votes gets eliminated. So that's how it works. That's how it works. And then it restarts every other every week. The same type of thing goes over. And then what happens is, you know, once you become head of household, mm-hmm. you can't become head of household for the next week. So you sit out at the next head of household competition. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just keep going from there. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on until there's like three people left and then it changes. So that's something I need to look up, but I don't remember how it works Uh, after that. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. Um, We chose 10 people. Let me, let me look who's in season one. Season one is Teddy. TV Man, Ridge, Synthetics, Quaternia, DK, Web Geek, Jen, Soraya, and Homer. 
Ooh, okay. Good. I like that house. I actually don't want to be in that house. That's too competitive for me. It's very competitive. Season two is going to be Crazy Sam, Gabala, Nesto, Tiny, Emcol, Jittery, Soul Pride, Angry Zorik, Anna, Price, and Baltimore. I want to go back to the first week, first season. I don't want to be you in season two. <laughs> you are in season two, though. I don't. I don't want to be in season two. I want to be in season one. I know, but I can't put you in season one. I don't want. I don't want to compete with Jittery. <laughs> you have to, though. Maybe, maybe you'll be friends with her in there. What if you're the first that's eliminated? <laughs> you know be, you know so embarrassing. You know, you know, the only thing that would be worse than that is that if I somehow won it. Oh my god, people! Dude, that'd be amazing. Twitter feed. Dude, let me tell you, Jittery would be amazing at Big Brother in real life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Jittery can play a crazy strategic mind game on people. Yes, 100%. <laughs> you're like thinking, should I agree? I'm not sure. Which is, you should, because the reason why you're thinking if you should agree or not agree is because she, you can play some fucking mind games, dude. Be insane. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! And I mean, this is the biggest compliment, Jittery. Don't don't hunt me down. Oh my god! I'm excited to watch this. How many streams is this going to go over? Like, how long is it going to take to do an entire season? I actually have no idea. Okay. I have no clue. I guess tomorrow we'll do like two eliminations, maybe. Okay. I guess. Nice. Maybe. I'm not really sure how long it's going to take. I, I haven't thought about I guess I thought about it, but I haven't like decided, you know? Mm-hmm. We're kind of just going with the flow on it. I was thinking about maybe dedicating like two stream days a week to doing it. Mm-hmm. So we don't do it every single day because yeah. I, I kind of burn out on Sims after a while because it's yeah. kind of repetitive. You know, you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm hoping that like the Big Brother thing can kind of help ease that, you know, repetitiveness that I feel with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe I'm going to just dedicate, like, Mondays and Fridays or something to it and, and kind of go with the flow. Okay. I like this. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, watch the VOD. I better win. Well, that's season two. It's, you know, who who is your pick for season one to win, huh? Oh, you know who my pick is. It's Teddy. <laughs> it is Teddy. Teddy is just in a bear suit. <laughs> that's, how Teddy, that's how Teddy was in my uh, in my uh, Sims version. I think that's how he is in real life. I, I mean, no, he doesn't wear a suit. He is just a bear. He is just a bear. Yes, you're right. Bear, so. What if he's a bear in a bear suit? Ooh, it might be actually saucy. I actually don't know what my Teddy Sim actually looks like. I don't know what it looks like under the bear suit. I think so. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I'm gonna have to pull that up after after a podcast and see. You're like, all right, what do you look like, Teddy? Let's take off. Let's take off the clothes. And you know, for the for the Google form, you know, I asked people, oh, send me a picture of you so I know how to who to how to model your sim, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, there are some people who just don't send anything in, right? Like, so I just make like the most insane sim oh, I can possible, like the craziest sim. That's and it's cool. a good time. It's a good that time. It is a good time. Did you actually make my sim? Because I didn't give you a picture. I figured if you did, you'd figure out how what I looked like. You could find. Um, I look uh, on like yeah, I look up on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so I like know specifically, but yeah. no, I have not made your sim yet. I've only made um season one contestants. Uh, okay. So season two, it's a little bit. There's some more people, so it's gonna take a little longer. You should but, uh, have an M call sim, I believe. 
Oh, I do have one. Yeah, yeah from uh, totally I made you. Yeah, don't, you you did. You made me who I am today. So I made you who you are today. You're welcome, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> it. Yeah, I would just use that one. Just change change my my traits and qualities to match what I told you. Yes, I I need to. Oh, can I do that? If not, I can I can maybe put it on the gallery. Put it on the gallery. Yeah, I'll put mine on the gallery. You have to send me just... my traits are again because I don't remember. I'll yeah, it's okay. You. I'll save you some time. I'll save you. Some time. Oh, thanks. What a nice guy. What can I say? What can I say? What a nice guy. I know you're a busy man. I know you're a busy man. Oh, very. So busy. Yeah, but anyway, so speaking of business, Skanky, real quick, you got to talk a food finish. And there's one thing that you and I love talking about more than anything else, and that is pizza. Pizza, baby. My understanding is you had pizza tonight. What toppings were on your pizza? Plain. What? <laughs> a nice plain pie. Oh, my God. You kill me sometimes. I had pizza on... Um, uh, Friday night, and we had a we had a white pie, so it's like oh, I love white pies, like like olive oil and garlic and stuff. I have, um, and we had it with artichoke, spinach, and banana peppers, and it was so incredibly good. Wow, banana peppers, that's interesting. Yeah, I've actually started putting banana peppers on every pizza I order because like it's a little bit of spiciness, but a little bit of pepperiness, and it's just it's good. It's good. I recommend it. So that sounds good. What are they also called? Pepperoncinis? Are they the same thing? Uh, oh, I've, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, but the real reason I need to, I need to, I need to kind of hash this out with you real quick. When you eat the pizza, my understanding is you are one of those heathens that also eats the crust. Yeah. With the pizza. Of course. Why? Uncle, do you like a little bit of bread before dinner? No, we've been over this. We would have, do you want to go back to the... So I think you are the heathen. No, I am not the heathen. Dude, it's just bread. That is exactly <laughs> That's, I'm proving your point. It's just bread. Exactly. But dude, bread is honest. I love bread. Okay. So. I am bread's biggest fan. You're getting a lot of it as the base of the pizza that's holding <laughs> all the other stuff up. Here's yes. The thing is that I need to say, I also, this was put in perspective um, uh, recently for me via a friend of my girlfriend. But, like, first of all, I need to say, all that crust is, is it's a thing for your fingers to hold on to to deliver pizza to your mouth. Like, it's not even really a part of pizza. It's more of like, it's, I would say it's more. It's an like, edible holder. It's like silverware. It's like it's like a spork if a spork was made out of something that you can digest instead of plastic, right? Like, yeah. Um, but the reason why you shouldn't be eating this edible holder, even though... Oh, you put your fingers on it. Okay, bud. No, no, no. It's not that. The reason why you shouldn't eat this edible holder is because all it does is it takes up more space in your belly that you could be putting more delicious pizza in, right? It's like, it's like you, have, you have this... See, I think you're... Like this, this carbohydrates, we'll, we'll use a skinky pizza. It's got carbohydrates, sauce, cheese, and you want to put that in your mouth and that into your belly. If you eat crust, you get to put less of that part of the pizza in your belly because you're going to get full faster. Tonight, let me guess, I think you had five <laughs> slices of pizza. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> That's a really good guess. I wonder how you know that. <laughs> so you had five slices of pizza tonight. I'm not proud of it, by the way. <laughs> 
Honestly, I feel terrible right now. <laughs> if you did not eat the crust, you I think I might explode. Terrible. No, that's not true. I'm pretty sure that that little sliver of crust is not making a big dent. It is. <laughs> but also, if you did eat that crust, you would be able to maybe eat a sixth slice of pizza. See, no, this, no that's too so much. Right. Let me just, it's too much. Let me just say one thing. I think that we just have different, different views. I think we have different kinds of ways that we think about things, okay? I'm very pizza inclusive, okay? Me too. You can't say that if you're saying, if you're saying that crust is not pizza. Crust is part of the slice, no matter how you want to think about it, okay? I am not a pizza segregationist like you are, okay? okay? Here's the thing, is that it's not, the, that's why, that's why Chicago, we have tavern-style cuts, because... We have that, there's that, it's in Jersey, too, they have that stuff. See, and not every part of the pizza has that utensil with it, so it's not necessarily part of the pizza slice. So how do you eat that pizza, M. Cole? I usually eat the crust ones because I like the <laughs> utensil. <laughs> it pisses people off so much because I'll take the crust ones and then I won't eat the crust. Dude, that is really frustrating. The crust is a part of the pizza, okay? Yeah. It is a special part that makes pizza unique. Oh, I don't know. A piece of pizza is really not pizza without the crust. It is a defining factor of the slice. I will give you that. But Woo! Winner! In the same way that a defining part of eating sushi is using chopsticks. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But it's not, it's not part of the sushi. It's a, it is a defining characteristic. But pizza, the crust is literally... It's, a, it's the pizza. I'm curious. I'm curious. What have you have you ever had an avocado? Yes. When you eat an avocado, I don't eat the pit. No. Do you take a bite out of it like an apple? Uh, no, because you have to take the, out of the skin. You can't eat the skin. It, exactly. See. Yeah, but same thing with crust on pizza. <laughs> that, that's a terrible it analogy. Maybe <laughs> may may part of the analogy. I know, but you're not supposed to eat the. No, it's different. It's so different. I mean, okay, you could use avocados. Other people are the same with lemons. Some okay, same thing with the banana peel. Oh, do you eat the banana peel? It's so the vehicle. Oh no, no, no! It's not. It's not the same thing. Some people think that you can eat a lemon like an apple, rind and all, and oh, those, those people, people are, are in mental in, in mental institutions. They are committed. Okay, like this. Probably, those are probably the same people that eat the crust of their pizza. <laughs> Just oh my but, god! So, I don't um, eat lemons whole. No. <laughs> no, I just I think our fundamental misunderstandings. I don't understand why you would eat the crust. That has so little flavor when you can have more of the flavorful part of the pizza. In the same way, why I part of the pizza? What did you just say? That did you just say more flavorful, flavorful, flavorful part of the pizza? So I think we're in agreement that that the crust crust. is the pizza. You guys, am am I not? Am I not wrong? Am I not wrong? Order in the court. 
Oh. Easy win. Easy win. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's spend another episode of Shenanigans. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, commute, chores, whatever you do. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, and our website at Shenanigans. Dot rocks. Also on Spotify. I always keep forgetting that one. If you like the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on the iTunes store. I don't know if it does anything, but hey, my, might as well to see if it If you don't do it, I swear to God, I'm going to be really disappointed. It's true, and Skanky will not thank you in his acceptance speech. I won't do it, and I'm not going to pay for your college if you don't do it. It's true. If you have any comments or questions, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion head over to shenanticsrock slash about and click the discord invite link skanky where can they find you if they want to be on season three of big brother you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky s-k-x-n-k-y and on twitter at iskanky i-s-k-n-k-y and Cole. where can they find you they can find me on the internet at mcole underscore m-c-u-l with the underscore symbol same username on twitch twitter and instagram thanks so much for talking to me this week, Skanky. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.